And so I think of those the generation of students that are going to pick the Lord and the real thing, like they're going to be unstoppable. Yeah. Ladies, welcome back to the Woman Podcast. My name is Katie, and today we're doing a little bit of a Collide Conference recap. And before you turn out, turn off, and be like, "Oh my gosh, I wasn't at Collide," or "I'm not a high schooler," mm-hmm. I just want to say that God is doing something incredible in the next generation, and we all have a part to play in the way that we lead and pray for and pour into the next generation. And so, um. I just encourage you to tune in. We have Ellen with us today, Ellen Hutchinson. Hey, ladies. And then we have Emily Beza, my sis-in-law. Hey. And I'm literally sweating because we had a technical difficulty and I got all flustered. So we're all three on one mic right now. So here we go. Um, Okay. So we had Collide Conference. How long ago was it? 20 days ago? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And it was here at New Life in Conway. And how many people did we have, Em? Over a thousand. Over a thousand students. And students, what ages? Sixth grade through twelfth grade. Okay. Sixth through Mm twelfth. And I was here a little bit. I brought the boys on Friday night, yeah. and honestly, I was just, like, afraid I was going to lose them in the sea yes. of <laughs> students. <laughs> when they opened the door on Friday night and everyone ran in, I thought, my boys are going to get oh, trampled, yeah. and I'm going to lose them. Yeah. And then during worship, I look up. We were, like, trying to stay at the back, and Bo is, like, in the way of the camera person, <laughs> like, blocking the Maybe. track. And so I was like, I think we're going to go. <laughs> So I missed a lot of conference because I was home with the boys, um, but you guys were here for all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really, I just want to talk about, first of all, Ellen spoke at the conference, um, what, day two? Yeah, morning. session two in the morning. Mm-hmm. The morning, the next morning. Um, and Emily and Tanner help oversee our high school ministry, Real Life, all across the state, and they are the Real Life Pastors at West Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um And so y'all were here, y'all saw it all. I guess the first thing I want to talk about is just what did you see from Collide that you thought was cool? And then what do you think, like, what do you see that God's doing in this next generation? Yeah. For me, and I think it's pretty widespread, students love worship. Like when we talk Mm -hmm. about Collide, while it's happening and in the moments afterwards, everybody's favorite moments always come from worship. And we say it's because it, you know, it puts everything in perspective. It's like you might be going through a hard thing, but when you take some time and put your focus on Jesus, it's right. like it puts everything in perspective. Right. And suddenly, whatever you may be carrying doesn't seem so big. Right, right, right. That's so good. So um, I know you said you had like a few little stats and different things like of what God did at conference. Right, right. What did you see happen? Like, right. what's noteworthy that if you were telling me, a stranger, like, I don't know anything about <laughs> conference, yeah, yeah, what yeah. would you want to tell me? Well, in years past, or just at events before, it's like maybe we can have, like, a count of, like, here's here's a salvation number. Like, mm-hmm. here's what happened. But when we had time for response in the room, it's like too many people responded to even count. 
which is just really noteworthy of like how God is moving uh-huh. in our students' lives. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. 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 What when did we do that? When was response time? I think it was night one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then did we do more after Tanner's After Tanner's show? message? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I obviously don't know. Yeah. There was some there was definitely moments where the kids could respond to kind of what was happening in the room and um I know after my session we did like some really specific praying, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I think was cool because I, I really believe that there was breakthrough yeah. for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, in that moment. And so it got spicy. I liked Ooh, it. It was really good. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, cast out some things yes. and, yes. and uh, repented and yes. got encouraged. So I love it was it. powerful. I love it. And I think what you were saying too about worship, like even for me uh, as a worship leader, I was really looking forward to Collide because I was like, I need this. Like mm-hmm. those kids are encouraging the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. They're encouraging totally. the worship leaders. Like mm-hmm. I was looking forward to what I think I notice a lot about Collide is the release that happens in worship. Yeah. It's like they're free to really worship and mm-hmm. not care about who's next to them because everybody's just going after right. the presence of the Lord. And so even for me, I was like, oh man, I'm pumped for Collide yes. Worship because I'm going to be able to just yes. go, yes. go yes. crazy. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? And like yes. run around if I need yes. to and uh-huh. jump up and down and not, you know, right. not worry about those types right. of things. So it's a special thing. Mm-hmm. That conference magic is special. Yes. yes. You know? I love that. Absolutely. Y'all. <laughs> Turn that thing off, girl. Y'all, there is a fireplace <laughs> going in this room right now. Katie's like, why is it so hot in here? I look we over. Problem solved. I'm like sweating. Not appropriate. <laughs> look over and see a literal <laughs> heater going. <laughs> oh my god! Things are about to get a lot better in here. <sighs> I got my yeah. hanky. She's glistening. I'm beautiful. Yeah, really. Got that, <laughs> uh, got that summer glow. Yes. Um, okay, so we had a moment at the beginning of conference <laughs> where you and Tanner, Emily, were supposed to open up conference uh-huh. and share something. And you had practiced it and run through and, like, you knew what you were going to say. And then you had an episode with a hornet? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, hornet. What happened? Um, I mean, let's just start off with, like, I don't go up on the stage much. I was just going to pray. And for me, I'm like, Lord, (laughs) help me with this prayer. Like, you know, if if I mess up, if I stutter, okay. But, like, please just help me because I'm nervous. Right. And so... You know, the last thing that I think would happen would be that a hornet would land on my head. And I'm like, kind of, you know, I'm like getting up there, kind of getting into it. And all of a sudden, Tanner swats my head. (laughs) And I look at him like, what did you just do to me, sir? (laughs) Because, you know, I'm like completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) And so take a moment, try to remember what I was even going to say. Students are like, there's a hornet on you. There's oh, a hornet. Oh, my gosh. And you, you guys, handled it with such grace. Oh, you really thank did. You. <laughs> Jesus was there because if I was at home, I would have been hollering. <laughs> really. Really. Oh, my gosh. But you had something that you wanted to share, and you really didn't get to at conference because of the right. hornet. Oh, yeah. So, like, do you want to share that now yeah. at all? Yeah, so the Lord really speaks to me through pictures, and I felt just like 
praying leading up to conference. Mm -hmm. He showed me the room, but not only the room, he just showed me specific faces and like arrows going from like that face to a seat. Mm -hmm. And what I really felt was like, just like how you have like an assigned seating chart in like a classroom, Mm -hmm. it was the same. And it just made me like, I could only just think that like whether students came on purpose, like Mm -hmm. whether they signed up like as soon as they could or they came because a friend invited them last minute Mm -hmm. and you know, Mm they'll come. Mm -hmm. It just showed me that like they were there on purpose, Mm -hmm. that God had such a specific reason that he wanted them there. Yes. You know? Yes. I love that. I love it. Well, (laughs) we'll have to tell everyone, come listen to, (laughs) Emily had a thought she wanted to share and the Hornet (laughs) impeded that. So listen to the woman podcast. Um, Okay. So Ellen, you spoke morning two and I remember asking you about your message, like leading up to it, maybe in the summer and you, it's just started with a thought and then God continued to build on that. And so, you know, like, okay, just so you know, if you're listening to this and you want to listen to Ellen's message, we are going to have the audio. We're going to put it on like a separate podcast or a separate episode so you can listen to that alone. Um, but what did you like, what was the main thought? What did you hope students walked away with? Yeah. Just anything that, I don't know. And we can talk about it more. Sure. Well, I was, it's kind of a funny story. I tend to look at the world and try and find, um, threads. Mm -hmm. That's just the way my brain works. Like I tend to try to connect the things that I'm seeing Mm -hmm. with the scripture and Mm -hmm. what the Lord is doing and what the enemy is doing. And so it helps me and roots me when I, when things start to get crazy, I have to remember like to catch on to that thread Mm -hmm. that's happening. And, and that'll make a little bit more sense in a minute, but I was driving down the road, which is where the Lord speaks to me the most. Honestly, I think it's because I'm ADD and my brain is distracted, (laughs) but also able to listen at the same time. Like if I'm just in a quiet room, it's like disaster. Like I'm not going to come out with anything, but if I'm driving, I just feel like Uh I can hear from the Lord better. And I was listening to this song. You are the Lord. Uh, it's a worship moment from upper room, Mm -hmm. that church Mm -hmm. in Dallas, I think. I I don't know. Anyways. Um, and there was a part of the song that said, um, Every other God is an idol who cannot see and cannot hear. There's one true living God. His name is Jesus. And that's from scripture. But it was just this worship moment. And I, and I was really just in the place of, of desperate, like, what's the word for that? Desperation. Desperation. Thank you. It's like desperosity. That's not it. Desperation. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh Oh, um, where I just thought, man, I just, for me first, like, Lord, is that how I'm living my life? Rid me of mm-hmm, places mm-hmm, where I have mm-hmm. idols in my life. And then mm-hmm. in that moment, he broke my heart for the students, honestly. And this was in the summer, and I just started weeping, like, Lord, that kind of stuff is so destructive, and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, he just gave me this thought. He said, it's a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. What what you're what you're believing is a counterfeit and just a distraction. Mm -hmm. And so I, and he said it was for collide. And I just thought it was like something to pray for, like Mm -hmm. that they would have this moment to lay down idols, to be aware of counterfeits Mm -hmm. and distractions in their life. And then a couple of months later, Tanner asked if I would share. And then I was like, okay, this was Mm -hmm. more than just a prayer. It's really a a, a message from the Lord. And so Mm -hmm. basically the, the thought is 
you know, in scripture where we're told that we don't fight against mm-hmm. flesh and blood, but against the principalities, right? That it's a yes. spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. And so you can start to look around and you go, okay, well, I see this specific thing or this specific thing. But like I said, I tend to go, what is beneath this? What is moving under the surface here? What's this thread that's mm-hmm. connecting it all? And I, and I mm-hmm. was looking at kind of the way the enemy works and, and I saw it in two ways. It's a distraction where basically he wants you to ignore Jesus by completely following something Mm -hmm. else. So maybe that's like a false religion or the things of this world Mm -hmm. because um, we're all made to give glory, right? That was the the thought of conference of returning glory to the Lord, recognizing that that's what I was created for. And so the enemy hates that, Mm -hmm. does not want you to give worship Mm -hmm. to the Lord. And so distractions are something that very obviously takes glory from God. And those are sometimes more obvious. But the main one that I wanted to focus on was those counterfeits. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really affects the body of Christ more than we realize because you might think that you're um, accepting the real thing mm-hmm. until you find out that it was actually empty. Mm-hmm. And so, like, an example for that would be, you know, uh, love, right? And especially thinking about young, um, young people like, knowing that the Lord says that you're loved by him so much that you can find your identity in it Mm -hmm. as a child of God. Like Mm -hmm. that's the kind of love that he wraps us in. And Mm -hmm. that's the kind of love that sustains you through everything. And that's the kind of love that you can say above all else, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. Things in life will change, but I'm a daughter of the King. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a son of God. Like that's part of, that's really all of who I am. Right. And, and even in eternity, that is who you will be. Yeah. But there's this counterfeit now that goes by the same name. It's going to present itself as love. But really what the enemy is offering is finding your identity in something else. Mm -hmm. Meaning you can find your identity in the love of your boyfriend Mm -hmm. or your girlfriend or your appearance or your achievements and the love and identity that those provide you. And I think as a young person, that one stood out to me a lot because I remember that moment Mm -hmm. in my life where I realized I don't think I would have given it that same language but when I realized that I had found my identity and things that Mm -hmm. couldn't hold it Mm -hmm. I was in college when that happened Mm -hmm. for me and for me it was you know I had kind of built my identity around this relationship and then when it ended I genuinely didn't know who I was and I had this like crazy you know, freak out moment where it wasn't just, I'm mourning the loss of a relationship. It was, I don't actually know who I am because I built myself around Mm -hmm. this idea and it wasn't able to hold me. And so I think what the enemy offers you is he's saying, oh, it's love. But what you find is heartbreak Mm -hmm. because the things you're putting your identity in can't actually sustain Mm -hmm. you. And he wants you to find heartbreak. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to find love. And so that was the journey that I went on for sure. And I think a lot of young people do Mm -hmm. is realizing when you bought into a counterfeit, and that can be really hard to learn it that way, but also it's a beautiful moment because it leads you to a place of mm-hmm. I gotta f- where where can my identity lie? Like mm-hmm. what is strong enough to hold me? What is the kind of love that I can build my my life around? Mm-hmm. And and so it's returning to that right or recognizing mm-hmm. it maybe before the the hard hard part comes. And and so um, you know I think about truth and mm-hmm. what the Lord says is that. His word is eternal and it doesn't change and it's mm-hmm. always true. And like, that's incredible. That's foundational. Yeah. You, you build your life around that. Mm-hmm. Like the, the word of the Lord is always true and it doesn't change. 
And totally. that creates flourishing and worship yes. in your life. And the enemy does not want that for you. He, yeah. he wants to destroy you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so he would offer a counterfeit. And it would go by the same name. And a lot of people wouldn't notice the mm-hmm. difference. But what he's saying is, no, truth um, is whatever you're feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you feel, whatever your experience was, yes. that's 100% the truth. Yes. And you can build your life on yes. that. Yes. And that's obviously something... Oftentimes we learn the hard way. Sometimes we don't recognize that it was a counterfeit until you realize that it doesn't hold up, that it's actually empty because we know that Jesus says that I am the way and the truth and the life and you can only get to the Father except through me. So if you're accepting a counterfeit of truth, what you're actually going to get is lies, right? Because the enemy is going to say, this is true, this is true. But it's a disguise between what he really wants, which is lies and you've destruction for you. And so following that through like you have to realize that the only true thing is what the Lord says right and that at the end of my life I have to be able to say that the only way to the Father is through Jesus right and I can't say my feelings or what the world says which changes Mm -hmm. every day basically Mm -hmm. like those things I can't I can't find my foundational Mm -hmm. truth in those things Mm -hmm. and so basically I kind of just went through a few different examples of that and um and really the thought of the prodigal son was a big focus for me too mm-hmm. of what do you do when you followed a counterfeit like yeah. he did yeah. you know that you think you're gonna find success but what he found was unimaginable failure yeah. I mean he had yeah. his darkest mm-hmm. moment when he was wanting to eat the you know slop from the pig <laughs> trough <laughs> and it's like sometimes those counterfeits don't uh, make themselves obvious until that moment. Mm-hmm. and But the beauty of that story is that he left it there, mm-hmm. right? He remembered the real thing, mm-hmm. and he returned yeah. to his father who was in the road waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And that repentance, that returning to the mm-hmm. Lord, he he immediately put back mm-hmm. on his cloak and his ring, and he said, you know, welcome home. Mm-hmm. He threw a party, and then he was able to live in the safety and the success, the real success mm-hmm. of the house of his father. Mm-hmm. And so there's hope to so that good. to that yeah. message because sometimes we learn it the hard way, but... If we can kind of start to go, Lord, search my heart. Is there a place that I've uh-huh. followed a distraction or or accidentally bought a counterfeit thinking it was the real thing? Mm-hmm. Like, help me to not yeah. get to the road where it falls apart and yeah. I learn the hardest way possible, right. you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I think, you know, we've heard Pastor Rick say the, the thing about being deceived is that you're deceived. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. you've bought into something that you feel like is truth and... You don't know that it's not true, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, until you start to see the fruit of it. And I right. think that's what, um, when you were talking, I was thinking back to like my high school and college years, I was like extremely self-conscious and mm. always thinking about what other people thought of me and honestly made a lot of decisions based on yeah. what do you mm-hmm. think of me yeah. mm-hmm. and embarrassed easily, um, I don't know, just walked around with mm-hmm. a self-consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it's like I didn't even know that that was a um, problem spiritually, yeah. if that makes sense. Sure. That it's mm-hmm. like I can remember in college, like the Lord leading me to a place where it's like, this is literally like a fear of man versus fear of God thing. Sure. And like, are you, do you care more about what people think yeah. of me than what I think of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you make decisions based on what I want? Yeah or what you think mm-hmm. approval will bring you. Right. And, like, I think that that approval, that need for approval mm-hmm. in um, probably that's in all of us, yeah. 
drives us to choose counterfeits. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. so listening to that, so I would true. think, what's the thread there? And I would say it's a counterfeit security. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. I can yeah. find my security in what people think of mm-hmm. me and you know, how I present myself, but really you didn't actually live a life feeling secure. You love, you lived a life feeling very unsecure and it's, and that's what it is. And that's how, you know, it's Mm -hmm. that counterfeit because you're going, I'm supposed to feel secure Mm -hmm. because I'm constantly thinking about what everyone's, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking of me. I'm always thinking about what am I about to say? What am I about to Mm -hmm. wear? You know, who am I with? And Mm -hmm. so it should in theory give you security, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't, it provides you with the exact opposite thing. And so it's Mm -hmm. the perfect like litmus test of, wait a second, you know, and I give the example in the message of when I had really bad postpartum depression Mm -hmm. and when my son Ro was born and Mm -hmm. it manifested as crazy anxiety. Like I had never experienced my life. And, and I was so desperate for peace that I, I was living going, okay, if I can prevent anything bad from happening, then I'll have peace. Mm -hmm. And that's no way to live. And I was not, Mm -hmm. I never felt peace. Mm -hmm. I only felt fear and chaos in my mind Mm -hmm. because I was trying to control everything. And it's like, wait a second. Well, that's not what the Lord says Mm -hmm. about peace. He doesn't say, oh, well, if you just control every outcome in your life, then you'll have peace. No, he says, no matter what comes, right? Come to me with your worries. Come to me with your fears and and I'll be there for you and I'll work things together for good. And so, you know, that was me realizing, hang on, I've I've really bought into a counterfeit because I'm not actually getting what I was promised. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? Any counterfeits you see? Oh, gosh. Because, I mean, you're in it as a youth mm-hmm. pastor. Like, you and Tanner see the ins and outs of this next mm-hmm. generation. And I think um, a lot of people don't understand the next generation and yeah. would be like, oh, they're just obsessed with their phones <laughs> and, they, and they love Snapchat yeah. and Instagram. And that is and, true, but. <laughs> and, you know, for someone listening that's maybe older or just not connected with this right, next right, generation right, right. coming up, I do think maybe they're a little bit misunderstood, like every generation sure. is. <laughs> yes. um, where did yeah. you see this yeah. message apply in I, their lives? Yeah, I feel like image is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like exactly like you talked about, like being self-conscious or, you know, my identity is how is in how like I portray myself or mm-hmm. what I wear and is it trendy and cool. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I mean, I think that's been around. I think that's still around. Mm-hmm. I think it's also like. Is it worse now because of social media? Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yes. yes. Really, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big one. I think also just like fulfillment and how you spend, like your, like where you find fulfillment and how you spend your time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's so much that fights for students' attention. Like, this is gonna mm-hmm. be fun. This yeah. is gonna be fulfilling. But when you participate in it for a little while, it's mm-hmm. like it's you just find yourself feeling more empty. And yes. so. Like, something that's on our minds right now is, like, just always providing an option. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something, like, when I was in... Yes. Like, I was in Katie Hunter's youth group, Aww. and I absolutely loved that they always just provided, like, another fun option. Like, I didn't have to go to the party on a Friday night because... I could go have like really like lots of Because our house was open. Oh, and yeah. We're going to shoot you with Nerf guns. Yes. But I still think, you know, yeah. I think that the world has a very clear like checklist of like, here's everything you need to do to For like sure. uh-huh. find that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that mm-hmm. it's true. I think that you'll feel empty mm-hmm. afterwards. What's that verse that talks about how my strength will be made perfect in your weakness? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I where? couldn't tell you. I'm I know. Where, where is that? Able. 
It's in there for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll Google it. Um, But I feel like that was one of the verses that really set me free because Mm -hmm. it's like I felt like I had to be so much and be someone. And, like, Mm -hmm. the Lord really just stripped that away and was like, no, like, I need you to know me and love me and follow me and recognize that Mm -hmm. in an area where you feel insecure and weak, great. Mm -hmm. Right. Good. Because I can show up and show up strong. You don't have to be. Because... A lot of times in our insecurity or our um, areas of perceived weakness or whatever, wherever we may be buying into a counterfeit, we try to really like muscle up and cover mm-hmm. up and put up oh, a yeah. facade oh, yeah. and like, I've got this, mm-hmm. I'm not insecure, I'm not mm-hmm. deceived, I'm not living in sin. And I just love like that verse to me was like, no, just strip yeah. it all away. Yeah. Like. It's okay that you feel weak yeah. in this area because I can be your strength yeah. if you'll let me. Yeah. yeah. I so. know that like in seasons, because I, I mean, I've been there time and time again. And it's like, I just feel so short-winded, like spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. I know that like, it feels like I'm on the last lap of a race and I don't think I can finish, you know, but mm. when I decide like, no, like my strength comes from God and God alone, yeah. it really is like the thing that keeps you going in the day in day out of life well I think thinking about the students like and counterfeits you know social media provides a counterfeit community yeah like it's not the real thing it it, it works a little bit Mm -hmm. but it leaves you wanting and you actually feel isolated more than anything and statistics are showing that now that we've had you know this many years of of trying it out right wearing this counterfeit and seeing is this going to provide what it promises and you know I think about pornography and how hard it is for so many people because it's this counterfeit intimacy this counterfeit sex and it's like that's not actually what intimacy is and and Mm -hmm. and you see it wreak havoc in people's Mm -hmm. actual lives and marriages especially I mean there has to be real like you have to break that down mm-hmm. and recognize it for what it is. And mm-hmm. so my prayer for the students would be, you know, as an as an older sister, I'm like, hey, <laughs> let me save you a little bit of pain yeah. here by before this all falls apart and you're on the floor in your bathroom crying, going, how did I get to this point? Mm-hmm. You know, go before the Lord and mm-hmm. ask him, like, is there a place where I have totally. accepted a counterfeit? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone the other day about um, how a lot of people have labeled this generation as weak. Mm-hmm. And... I think more and more now, just the times we're living in, I believe that they're going to be a very strong generation to fight back on a lot of this stuff. It may be a smaller number that mm-hmm. would that would be um, strengthened because there's not as much gray as there used to be. And I yeah. think that's probably a good thing. But it's really like, hey, you, you need to choose. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to choose really. this side or that side. And so I think of those the generation of students that are going to pick the Lord and the real thing, like they're going to be unstoppable, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so yeah. I think it's good that we think about mm-hmm. it that way, that we start speaking that over yes. our children, speaking that over our yes. students. Like if you choose to be like Katie was talking about in your weakness, the Lord will be your strength. Right. And I think that we'll see them move mountains and do unbelievable mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. we've not seen generations mm-hmm. do, yeah. but it is going to take mm-hmm. that cleansing to go, okay, Lord, what do you say yeah. about this? Yeah. And choosing him over the things of the right. world. But right. I think as they prove to be empty, mm-hmm. that will become mm-hmm. easier for them. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love that. Did you find your scripture? Yeah. I found it. You want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> what else? In your tiny, tiny Bible. People always make Bible. fun of my tiny, it's so tiny Bible. I don't think I could read it. 
I know. It's the pages are so thin they bleed together. I'm very nearsighted. <laughs> oh really? Mm-hmm. I can't see anything far away. Okay. But I'm also getting to where I can't. You're like, well, hang on now. <laughs> now that I said it, sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Second Corinthians twelve, um, verses nine, maybe just nine, maybe nine and ten. Uh, for he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power mm-hmm. is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That's so good. There it is. There it is. And that's easier said than done. It takes time, oh, you know? Yes. It's so like easier. the sanctification thing. Yes, yeah. And so, but to, but to be, a, I think, just being aware of the yeah. moves of the enemy, the lies that he has, is a huge step yeah. forward to go. Yeah. I can I have a touch point here yeah. to go. Yes. I know that lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna believe it. I've yeah. believed yeah. it before and it, it yeah. was empty. I'm not gonna do it again. Yeah. You know, that's powerful. That that's enough to change that's your so life. Good. The Absolutely. uh song we've been singing lately, the the You Are My One Thing. Yeah, give yeah. me Jesus. Give me Jesus. It's upper room as well. Oh look at that. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. So oh my good. gosh. I feel like I should like play a clip of it in the middle of this mm-hmm. but like just that message of give me Jesus yeah. mm-hmm. I don't want anything mm-hmm. but you um I feel like that's that is such a move of the Lord right now for the heart of his people yeah. like stripping away anything and I just yeah. I love that worship song because it's literally like it your worship time becomes an altar where you go God is there anything in yes. me yeah anything any place where I've put you second Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and of course there is and he'll bring Mm -hmm. that to remembrance or bring it to mind in the moment but I've just been so thankful for that worship song lately because I do feel like it's literally like cleansing our spirit it's like okay I am forced right now to think yeah am I honestly singing these words I don't want anything but you Uh is that true Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so anyway and that it's because he's a loving father, that he yeah. wants to bring those things out, right? Oh, like that totally. conviction yeah. yes. is such a beautiful thing. It's a yes. good thing. It's because he yes. wants you to have the real thing. He doesn't want you to yes. find something wanting or empty right. or the exact right. opposite. And you exactly. know, the danger of believing exactly. a counterfeit is he he loves you, right. right? It's a it's a good thing. It is a good thing. I know. Okay. Is there any other thought that you want to add in in terms of just collide things you've thought about? I have just like a few, I guess like sentences, phrases of yeah. like what talking with students, talking with some of our leaders, mm-hmm. what they specifically saw from conference. And I love this. I feel like I'm just going to read it yeah. on days and like read it now, but like go back and visit it when yes, like yes, yes. the going gets tough and I need For to sure. be encouraged. Yes. That like God is moving. You know? Yes. Um, so the first one says, I felt clarity in his voice and that I could hear it and be confident that it was him because before I felt like I couldn't hear him at all. And I love that. Amen. I feel like just learning how to discern and it even it goes back to counter- counterfeit, like discerning mm-hmm. what is God and what isn't, mm-hmm. you know? The next one says, I definitely learned to lean on him for my joy. And even when everything is going bad and maybe I'm not necessarily happy, I still feel like I have joy in my heart. Amen. Which Love that. Yes. Um, This is a leader. She said, I talked with them about how their confidence can be found in the Lord and not the fleeting confidence from our culture. And then 
I love this. This is a good one to end on. It says, truly knowing that our generation does not cast aside the younger generation and how the adults who spoke at Collide really believe in the youth. Yeah. That's just such a beautiful picture to me. I love that so much. Amen. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will have Ellen's message from Collide posted as a little extra little bonus episode that you can listen Mm -hmm. to. Um, And then, as always, if this was helpful or you like this, we'd love for you to share it just to spread the good news of the Woman Podcast. And Woman is coming. This episode's coming out. Let's see. We'll be about three weeks away from Woman Conference when this airs. And, oh, guess who's speaking at Woman this year? (laughs) Our very own Ellen Hutchinson. Can't wait. So just a little plug for women. If you really enjoyed this conversation, you're going to really enjoy women. So, um, okay, I guess that's all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.